It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Did you actually podcast? Hey, Hello. Yeah. Hello, friends. Yeah. We're live, baby. Let's go. Welcome back. Welcome. Yeah, welcome back to another TGYK podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the lovely host for today. Uh, we're on episode, I don't know, name it, whatever you want. Uh, episode <laughs> one. At 43. One and uh, 200 digits. Uh, yeah, I, I'm Kevin. Uh, I'm joined by my lovely co-host. You guys can introduce yourselves because you're grown-ass adults. Okay, yeah, there we go. Nico? I'm Sam. Yeah, I'm Theo. Frick. Yeah, there we go. Hey. I'm Theo. <laughs> Got him. Hey, uh, so... Our topic today, all right, is going to be a little spicy. Wow. I always bring it. I always bring it, dude. I always show up. So that's why it's <laughs> spicy. Welcome to wow. Hot Ones with Kev. <laughs> yes, that's uh, slightly inspired by uh, last week's topic. Oh, from Seb, when he made a comparison between uh, the, the Sentai Riders. Yeah. <laughs> sentai Riders. <laughs> oh, he just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude. Like, yo, and then we've been uh, watched uh, King Kong versus uh, Godzilla, and I was like, dude, yeah, wow, you know, like, that gave me inspiration, you know, and I was like, dude, let's talk about East versus West media, yeah, and the way yeah. they interpret stuff, right? Because, uh, um, you know, it's different, right? The, the way Japanese interpret Godzilla is different from the way, uh, you know, Western media portrays it right like western mm-hmm. western media portrays it as this giant thing that's like out to destroy everything right scary which is also the same in, in eastern <laughs> media <laughs> sorry wait a minute but for a different reason right it's because yeah. you know, there's like a, a climate change and then the, the way we treat environment how humans treat the planet and then godzilla's pissed right yeah that's why he exists but in eastern it's like mother media, nature's pet lizard yeah yeah, just like, yo, yo time's up. <laughs> Y'all yeah, done uh, with this. Yeah. Whereas it, the it, Western, it's like, it's, it's like a, he's a giant scary thing. We got to shoot missiles at it. Yeah, it's very, it's definitely different. I remember my first exposure to Godzilla. I mean, I'm sure I caught like the old school Japanese, I'm in a rubber suit Godzilla. But there's also the Matthew Broderick Godzilla that was like, came out like in 2000. Where it was just a, literally a giant iguana that yeah. lived in New York City. Like or a, was trying to was live. that the cartoon? No. No, that's no, live. It, yeah, it, 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 it laid eggs in a mall or some shit. Yeah, he looked like a giant <laughs> T-Rex. And I'm like, that looks weird. Oh. Yeah, and it, it's really gross. If uh, any of the listen, listeners just go and like look up Godzilla 2000 movie or something. And it is horrifyingly bad. And yeah. then in comparison with uh japanese godzilla where he just kicks stuff in a rubber suit <laughs> yeah. i found out apparently japan made a godzilla versus godzilla movie and the godzilla he fought was the american version oh. of their godzilla as a way to be like this version sucks we're gonna beat him up <laughs> they call him iguanazilla yeah, I forgot uh, what it's called. He has a really shit... Yeah, he's got. He has a really like mean name that all the Japanese gave him because I'm like they're like that's not the real Godzilla. <laughs> they told me. Yeah, my first like my first uh, interaction with Godzilla was actually the the cartoon, the American cartoon where he was also a giant iguana. But it was really? that cartoon. It was on cartoon on Fox Kids because. My family wasn't really into uh, kaiju's. Like we didn't watch those. I know, like some. Like, I'm pretty sure Seb's dad, uh, being the cultured man that he is, he did introduce me to the old ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I knew, I knew right away. I was like, I knew Seb's dad is like movie connoisseur. Yep. But like, yeah, my dad was like Star Wars, so we mm-hmm. didn't really do giant animals. But uh, okay. In, there was a cartoon where it was this Godzilla, and it was like it was kind of like in the Western movies where it's like Godzilla is our friend, but then yes. <laughs> it's like uh, he lives in the sewers of New York City under the sea. Wait, hold on, I gotta Google <laughs> in the sewers yeah. or, or in the sea. No, it was it was in the he laid his eggs in the sewer, and I think one time Godzilla. How big left. is New York City's sewers? Huge, Enough apparently. for mu- mu- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Alligators, and Godzilla. 
So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think uh, there was a scientist, and he was all like, "No, Godzilla's Godzilla's great." And it was like there were no Asian characters. I think it was like a like the doctor was like a a, like a white guy. I think they had... look like the guy from Atlantis, like the the glasses and the hair. Right, yeah, yeah. the skinny like. <laughs> yeah, the typical the skinny. Little must- the white mustache. Okay, he didn't have a mustache, but oh, okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, and he was like, Godzilla's our friend, and then obviously the army's like, Godzilla's not our friend. So it's like Godzilla versus threats versus U.S. Army. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I got introduced to yeah, like the old school, like the. Well, that's like the hip hop remix that someone sampled. Yeah, Simon says. Yeah, but like that's where he got that. That's where he got the that that sample from the original Godzilla like soundtrack. And then I absorbed it through like popular media growing up. Like every now and then, some like rapper would have like B roll footage of like Godzilla in a suit. Yeah, or sometimes like my dad would just like kind of watch it on like tv and then it would just be kind of like playing on there i'm like oh this is kind of cool there's like it looks like even when i was younger i'm like this looks really cheesy but it was still like entertaining enough for me as a kid to go like oh like who's that my dad's like oh that's godzilla and i'm like who's that and i'm like oh that's that's mothra and whatever and then eventually yeah i also saw the 90s movie and then i saw the uh i went back and watched shin godzilla which was like the japanese remake of the first movie which has it goes back to that more of that like yeah godzilla's more of a force of nature and it goes it ties back to the whole idea of he was a creation of the experiences that japan had and the fears they had when world war ii was happening when they were dropping bombs on them like they the only way for them to process something like that was to create a tangible threat that was similar to the fears oh. they had. That's why the design on Godzilla's like scales is very similar to the burns that people got from radiation poisoning. Fun fact, but horrible oh, fact. Wow. Yeah, not fun. Not so fun, but it is a fun <laughs> yeah. thing. Wow, that's that's actually really cool because uh, I Welcome mean, to the Godzilla podcast. Yeah, and then America was like, he's just a giant monster. None of this. None of the subtext. And yeah. <laughs> yeah well i mean there's a lot of uh instances where uh i think it's more popularized in uh like korean media where uh in korea they'll have a movie and then the west will recreate that movie in yeah. western style yeah. and it's always worse <laughs> or just in any any like yeah. anything that's popular in asia western yeah we would like, like that yeah i think it was uh my first experience with it was uh the movie called the host Oh yikes! And I saw the Korean one. And I was like, "Yo, this movie's dope!" And then it came out in America, and they always add these like weird bells and whistles that people need. Like, there's like a a love, love interest. interest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a family problem. There's my oh no, my daughter or or son, my child. And in, <laughs> in the host in the Korean one, it's like monster lives under a bridge. You know, oh scary. Oh no, run. Yeah, that was like literally Godzilla. the entire pre- uh, premise. <laughs> yeah, and then when it came over here, it was like they added all these things that I did not need. <laughs> no one needed them. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was kind of like, for me, it was uh, The Ring. Like, Ringu, the Japanese one, versus The Ring, of the American one. And, like, the, the Japanese original one, like, they're not afraid of having, like, slow burn scenes where it's, like, it's more about the characters are, like, it's really creepy and drawn out and there's not like a jump scare every five seconds. It's more about the mystery. And the American one, it was a jump scare like every 10 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. And like oh, they yeah. they relied heavily more on the gore of like, because in the, in the, in Ringu, like when they die from being scared, like it's just like a normal person's like face, like when they look like they've gone into shock. But in the American one, they look like zombies after they die from being scared. And I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> they got a makeover. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. You're so scared. Someone comes in. Oh, they got scared. Let me, let me, let me do something. It's just you know, let me like a little brush here, a little brush there. Boom, contour. Your face is longer than it used to be. Got it? Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I never actually uh, put that comparison together because I did watch Ringu and Ring, and it was like, oh wow, yeah. Like in the American one, there's a lot of cats that like to just jump down from stuff. Oh, holy shit, don't get me started on fucking cats, dude. The fucking little boy. 
I'm like, yeah, dude, shut up, always, kid. I feel like a lot of uh, uh, if you do a comparison to the American versus uh, or Western versus Eastern horror, they use Western uses a lot more uh, jump scare, like you said, but they always add in like an animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah like that. dog barking. Uh oh, there's a. And then they zoom in on the barking. dog barking, and he's got like foaming at the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Classic. It's because the audience is, is stupid, so you gotta give them subtle hints. Uh, that's happening. That's always been my favorite trope. They're like, we gotta make it more exciting for the Americans. What can we add? Explosions, well, loud it's... noises. Yeah, I think it, maybe like the dog part mm. is just like a, a suspense. Yeah. They like to, I think that's what American likes to do is just like, or Western media, just they love to do suspense. It's yeah. just like yeah. they, that leads up to the moment of something. Yeah. and you're like mm, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah they have that whoa. classic build up and then it's like oh we're here okay the movie's gonna end now so let's just chill but uh yeah there's that classic trope of uh something scary happens like <gasps> and then they zoom out of the building and like it's like twilight and the crows fly over yeah that's 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 a great scene that's a classic transition <laughs> yeah it's like <gasps> <"Yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is gonna be shit a lot of us shitting on the western remakes of things from the east okay because like it's, i have a fortunate it is kind of unfortunate because, because uh they always take what was like when we see it in the original format and then we see it like oh we're i think they're gonna redo train of busan too they are and i so hate it's it like it's already good as is and it's like they have to remake it because it's not to their norm. Mm. But yeah. then when they First remake all... it, they also adjust everything so that it's not exactly the same essence of the original film. Yeah, actually, I have a question. I'm curious why they're making remaking Train of Busan. Is this the like in Western version? Yeah, Amer it's it's called Train what? to Jersey. Wait, really? Wait, are you yeah, serious? they're gonna. No, I'm no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, but... Who takes the train? <laughs> they're, yeah, Jersey. <laughs> they're, li they're literally gonna create an American all English version of Train to Busan, which is weird because America doesn't have high speed railways. Yeah, so what are they? New York subway? <laughs> Something like that, probably. It's just a trolley. Oh my gosh, I feel like the zombies are gonna be like the the extras from Walking Dead. <sighs> you know what? Just yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest offender for me personally, because I love the original, was Old Boy. So I love the uh, uh, the Korean Old Boy, and then they made an American version with Josh Brolin, and you think, oh, that's a good idea. Like, what can go wrong? And uh, it was it everything. Was, <laughs> everything that went wrong went wrong. Like, and basically, like you know how Old Boy is famous for that one take shot where he's like just beating people up in that one long continuous hallway fight scene with the hammer. So yeah. they tried to do it, but they cut around it because they knew they couldn't pull it off in one take. And I'm like, that's the mark of a bad film. Yeah. Oh and I, my god. And that's that scene. I remember watching that movie. I was way too young to watch old the Korean version of Old Boy when I did watch it. And I'm like, oh my god, they. It was a mindfuck, and I was like, all right. I even if I knew the twist in the Western version of it, I was just like, I'm ready for it to happen all again, just with different characters. And it sucks because Josh Brolin is so dope. He's really good. But the way they just ended up doing the entire movie made him look really bad. <laughs> yep. I think I saw... Um, another one that I think might hit home for Kevin is uh, something... I think it was called The Lost Kingdom or The Forbidden Kingdom. And it was the Americans' take on Journey to the West. <laughs> Was that though with Jackie Chan and Jet Li? Jackie Chan was the the Monkey King. Well, he was one of the hair. No, no, no. He was the one of the monks, and then Jet Li was one of the hairs of the Monkey King. And yeah, it was a random yeah. white guy there for some reason. I forgot who it yeah, was. Yeah. He looked like a guy from American Pie. One he of worked them. at some artifact shop, I think. <laughs> like, oh, I know what movie you're talking. You know what? About. It was a yeah. I think what? Oh, I'm so bad. They were marketing it like Jet Li. Jackie Chan finally together in an action movie, and I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> you wasted them. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, that was the hype that got me into it too. It was like, yo, Jackie Chan and Jet Li in a movie together, and then I watched it, and I was like, yo, I would have rather had neither of them in this movie, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I there was were some funny, 
there were some funny tropes in that movie. Like I enjoyed like when it was just Jackie Chan and Jet Li. I didn't really need the the artifact shop guy. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, Kane, and then you know there was a love interest. Yeah, see, love uh, interest. The girl oh. there, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But like, but it was weird because I thought it was just gonna be like a just generic fantasy and like whatever but then they kind of threw in the monkey king lore behind it and i'm like but you guys know what this is like you you should know how to do this right <laughs> but then i guess it was from it's from like a dude like you know that joke of like some guy from the west goes to like one chinese restaurant and all of a sudden he's like i know how to make all the chinese food all right yeah m night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, no, that's essentially what happened. There wasn't enough, uh, you know, references for him to actually know how to make a a, a journey to the West movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not enough reference out there. You mean all the thousand years worth of history? <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's uh pretty bad. But uh, you know, I mean, look, you know, the West, you know, they they've done pretty bad, but. I think the East also has a few, few, uh, few hiccups. Few stinkers. Yeah, a few stinkers too. <laughs> uh, especially the animes. Oh, animators, a few stinkers. Oh, uh, have you guys watched uh, uh, Wolverine, uh, Iron Man? They're all you know, the all the, the superheroes. <laughs> oh, they're are... they're all right. <laughs> no, you're okay. gonna say ha ha as in hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not great. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean, something ev- else. Everyone wants to become they're, an anime. They're now. aggressively medium, as Nico would call them. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would call them that. <laughs> I never bothered checking out the uh, Iron Man one. It's yeah, I think <sighs> like you know what? Yeah, just, who cares? Don't don't watch it. Anyone who's watch, listening to this podcast, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. The the bad guy is called like Technovore in the iron man one it's like okay cool technology and he's in japan like i guess he's gonna be like super strong or whatever it's just everything is downhill like it just keeps getting worse yeah that's so weird because technically iron man's quite international mm-hmm. so it's like why does the bad guy need to be from japan because it's anime it yeah yeah because be. you know you could literally he flies to like kuwait in like 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 a few hours yeah (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. yikes like i want i because i was like also a big iron man fan and i really wanted to like that anime but it was i got bored like four three or four episodes in which is weird because like it's not that the animation was bad it's just the story didn't really go anywhere that kept her interest it was yeah it was kind of its own thing like here's here's the iron man life lifeline and then it's like, here's a, a, a segment where he went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went really to weird. Japan. <laughs> but I mean, the Wolverine one wasn't too bad. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we'll say that. Enter- it, was enter- it was entertaining. Bad. It was entertaining. I'll give you that. Yeah, it was en- It was entertaining. I mean, a lot of it, that was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. You look oh. a little more cut than normal, but okay, cool. <laughs> have you have you guys heard or seen the YouTube videos of when Japan first uh, created their own Spider-Man, and he was like, really? "Oh my god!" He was and he was like, pa- "And he, yeah, he summoned it like it was legit, like the Spider-Man costume." And he's like, his name was still Peter, but his last name was like Japanese or something. I don't remember. Like it was before my time, but like I've found YouTube clips, and yeah, he summons a giant mecha. But he's like Spider-Man. He's like Spider-Man. Ha, he. It's like like a Power yeah. Ranger, and it's fucking hilarious. He was like Sentai. Yeah. Like he morphs into the Spider-Man suit, and he summons a spider robot, and it's like Spider-Man. Sounds kind of great. It's actually fucking lit. If you haven't seen it, YouTube think, Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, it's to a point where it's like at its time i guess they weren't really exposed to western spider-man maybe mm-hmm. it's during a time where uh japan was very uh to themselves yeah mm. i mean i can kind of see it where like you see like a power ranger and you see spider-man you're like they're both wearing spandex colorful suits they must be the same same type of superhero that's gotta be the same <laughs> 
it's gotta be the same. <laughs> like, you know, he just looks like a like Power a, Ranger. Dude, he got They're bit by like, a spider and then it turned into a morpher. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like the, the Spider Verse, right? Where the uh, Japanese. Oh yeah, uh, Penny Parker. Yeah. 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 Penny robot. Parker. That's kind of dope, though. Her, her robot was dope. Yeah. No it was gonna... like Baymax. Yeah. yeah. There was actually a whole uh, Marvel Comics what if line, but someone in Japan who's a big fan of Marvel, uh, there was like a joint partnership where they made like a anime Marvel comics, and like mm -hmm. yeah, it, like they they basically turned like Iron Man into just this like uh, head that would just attach to different mechs. They made like uh, Captain America look like what? some like. Uh, super sentai like common rider dude with a bunch of like armor that like forms over his body he did but it was made out okay, of good. energy <laughs> oh it's fucking wild man how do, you, how do you throw energy i don't know just just like you know energy shield and makes like a little laser circle and he throws it and he can make as many shields as he wants and just throw them all over the place yeah there's 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 so many instances of like when like any kind of adaptation unless the creator or someone who's actually a fan of the source material there's there's it's never going to be good it's always going to be a huge fuck up yeah yeah like uh you can tell when uh it's like like for instance uh, uh alita oh alita is fucking dope dude yeah it was a definitely a it was, it was a james cameron right yeah it was james cameron that's actually a first yeah. that's a good instance of when the west does a good job of adapting like yeah, an eastern property you could, if you haven't seen alita i definitely think you should nico's uh the biggest alita fan out of all of us for sure he's like read everything yeah so he didn't say anything when we went to go watch it he was just like i'm gonna keep my mouth shut yeah. but uh he, he asked us how we felt about the movie after we watched it and i was like honestly that was uh pretty well done for me. Uh, they took everything that was cool about Alita. The essence is still Alita, and they even added a, a Western flair. But apparently, it's actually part of the manga where she had this boring love interest. <laughs> boring love interest. I mean, anyone would be boring compared to Alita. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, that's canon. Like, there's a guy apparently that yeah, I, like whatever. I looked him up the manga. He looks the most vanilla character ever. So yeah. Yeah, and like if you if you do read the manga, I think uh, Alita, I think it's last something. Uh, I don't know, but like there's a whole tournament arc, and if they made that, uh, if they made that into an anime or made that the movie, it would have been just as interesting. It was, it's really good. There's like uh, an Alita clone that's almost as strong as Alita, but not quite as. Oh, it's so good. Anyways, let's not. Yeah. It's like guy and his name is Alito. Because <laughs> even if you no. even if you didn't tell me that it was based off of a, an anime and manga, and I just watched it as a movie, I would have still been like, "Yeah, this is a good movie." Yeah, it's good. Yeah, because yeah. you watched you definitely it. Definitely tell. Yeah, because you because you watched it through the lens of like, oh, I know this is an existing IP, but I'm just judging it as an adaptation where we judged it as like a just a film, like a standalone yeah. movie. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's why you got to get the the people that are very passionate about an IP, get them to make the the movie. Get get them to uh see the original author's vision and then go, you know, I want to embody that same vision in my film. Oh, yeah. Man, people don't want that. People want <laughs> the guy with the most creative integrity. Like M Night Shyamalan. No, 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 no. no, that, no. See, see, that's that's see, M. Night Shyamalan. Think about it this way he was he didn't adapt an eastern property to western, it was a western property to western people, and it still was bad. Uh, <laughs> and we are talking about the last airbender yep. <laughs> it's it's like a uh a dude that went to taiwan and learned like all of the hidden techniques to make the best bubble tea and then some dude's like yo i can make bubble tea just takes like lipton iced tea drops a bit of like evaporated milk be like it's the same and someone's like that is not what i made <laughs> yeah because like the original creators of uh the last airbender uh they literally took all their influences from like all over asia yeah, yeah, they had like and... uh like legit like 
kung fu masters yeah. come in teach them different poses and like the styles and all that yeah it's based off real uh real facts. people real people real facts. cultures but then when uh Shyamalan's, like took it and was like literally he could have did it one-to-one because it was already westernized yeah but no he had to be like my creative freedoms and then we're like this isn't good this yeah is they're, not they're, good at all. they're creative freedoms and there's some people who should be put in creative jail <laughs> creative jail. Uh, yeah it, uh yeah don't you can watch it it's a good comedy yeah I, I, like, <laughs> yeah, because I think for the longest time we all kind of agreed that when it came to anime, like both the East and the West were not doing a great job of adaptation. Like mm-hmm. the like you have the live action Death Notes of the the early two thousands that were all right, but they're not. I mean, they're accurate, but I don't think they're better than the manga and anime. And then you have the Netflix one, which to me I would argue is more entertaining because of how shit it is. Cause I had a yeah. I had a lot of fun watching it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. But mm, neither yeah, of them maybe. are good. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, so so you know we talked about the differences, you know, and we shit on both sides. Yes, we did. All right. So balance is balance. So now uh... let's talk about uh, uh the way uh say we incorporate like a different uh man. What the heck were we trying to say? Say for for uh, a man, you know, like Animatrix, right? There's a, mm. it's like Western media, but then they take the style of a Eastern. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay, and I like, see. Like, so yeah. like Avatar. Yeah, like Avatar. Well, no, not really. I don't. Know. I want to say Avatar is anime. Right? Avatar is like yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Like say Animatrix was uh... or like or like Castlevania, where it's like really anime style. Ah, I see. I see. Where you like see, you're like, oh, this is an anime. It's less of a cartoon, more of an anime, and it's like it's good because they it's anime, it's a Western storytelling, but they took like this anime, anime style. style. Yeah. yeah. So mm. yeah, Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania is a great a great one. Uh, what else? What was something recent? Well, we watched recent. We watched Dota the animation. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> oh, oh, Dota yeah. the Dragon Blood or whatever. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah, like I saw, I saw clips of it. It, it is kind of cool because it's basically yeah like high fantasy things that are essentially like well originally European roots, but like the West has kind of like crafted their own aesthetic for it. And then you have mm-hmm. the the people that work in anime; they're able to bring basically bring tools like sakuga and like crazy frame rates to actually let all these like people tell stories. With style now, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Same like Voltron. Voltron was a good example too. Yeah, hmm, I'm trying. To oh think yeah, of other a ones. lot. Yeah, a lot of those uh, uh, Americanized cartoons, like Transformers. I'm pretty sure Transformers was actually American first. Yeah, it was an American created cartoon, and then eventually down the road, it went from uh, American cartoonist to anime style. Yeah. It's it's an interesting story. I watched this uh, documentary called uh, "The Toys That Made Us." So it was a documentary just about like the origins of Transformers. So it's it's basically like think imagine like an American toy maker manufacturer got these cheaper toys at a deal because they just weren't selling as much in Japan, and then to make it more uh, marketable, they made a cartoon to help sell help for toy sales. But then that cartoon ended up being just as popular as the toys and japan's like hey so since we sold that to you could we uh work out a- another deal <laughs> since you're making money <laughs> and then they started yeah. making anime based off of the americans interpretation which has yeah. nothing to do with the original transformers story or whatever yeah exactly so it's definitely one of those uh it's actually a a love story i guess <laughs> of how transformers was in trouble and the west was like no we're gonna we're gonna make a cartoon and then Japan was like, yo, this cartoon's pretty freaking sick. Yo, can we get on in this uh, marriage here? It's like, mm, I don't know. You got to sign some documents and make it official. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Transformers Armada. <laughs> really? Yeah, a lot of the uh, Transformers uh, later on that became very anim- anime mm-hmm. actually uh, have Jap- Japanese dub. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even SpongeBob has one too. Spongebob. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Patrick. 
SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, here's one. I, I think I've mentioned it before in a previous podcast, but like I'm not sure if you guys remember. But uh, apparently, you know, like Supernatural, like Sam and Dean Winchester drive a car around America. Anime. There's an anime for it because it yeah, was so popular it, yeah. in Japan that it warranted enough popularity to create an original anime adaptation of like the first season. And they even brought back uh, Jensen Ackles to be the voice for Dean in the season finale. That's cool. Yeah. So it was just like, it was kind of, it's kind of cool seeing like the, I don't want to use this. I hesitate to use this, but like reverse weeabooism. It's like, y'all. Or they're like, oh, American culture is so cool with like driving around and like hunting demons, saving people. And then, and then. It translated to like Japan's interest to it. Apparently, there's like a up up to the point. There's like an American diner cafe experience in Japan for people that want that like, I guess like romanticized American experience. Hmm. Oh, that's really cool. That I actually, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the anime existed. Yeah, it's kind of trippy. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's a little different. They don't just pull salt around them and then you know, yeah, like ah. Uh... Oh, so, uh, do they do like the the whole like? I gotta I gotta like have internal monologue to figure out what I gotta do in the scenario. Oh, you bet they you uh, bet your ass oh, they do. Those a watchman out like that, dude. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an anime trope. Uh, Inner monologue to plan out the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny though, because yeah, all the anime conventions or tropes are still there, where it's all like whenever uh, Sam Winchester like reacts, he's like. Oh! <laughs> it's like over exaggerated like facial reactions to like demons popping up and the demons are way more like scary looking and they look a lot okay. more like i'm just like oh this is dope because <laughs> yeah in the in the live action they're just people with you know sclera lenses on but like in the anime they're just like heightened like almost like Dude, they're they a lot scarier character to them they do yeah yeah they got substance <laughs> i mean yeah i mean what else uh batman um yeah it's an anime <laughs> batman yeah <laughs> that was all right it was a thing i didn't watch it though so i don't know apparently it's it supposed was to right. be like it's like it's it canon okay. apparently i oh, i read that that's a sh- that's a shame it was okay i thought kev said they they put it in a canon <laughs> no <laughs> just... like, Oof. goodbye i mean okay <laughs> to be fair Anime Batman, there's a lot of things anime Batman does that Batman can't do. Like? Because he's anime Batman. Like, he also... if, you, if you look like if you look at how Batman is, a lot of his movements are there's no wasted space. There's no wasted time. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have superpowers. If he wastes time, you're dead. <laughs> mm. Like every motion he makes makes sense. But anime Batman is like it's very drawn out. It's very uh I do a triple backflip before you can kick someone. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. It's like over exaggerated to a point where I'm like that's really not Batman. Yeah. That's an acrobat. That's an acrobat man? Yeah, he's he's just <laughs> he's superhuman. Like he's Yeah. yeah. If, 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 was, I think I think for yeah. me it was just like I didn't I wasn't a big fan of the style of animation they chose for the anime Batman because I saw something that I think is a better interpretation of an eastern style batman story which is called batman of shanghai so oh, that one's really good yeah like imagine the momoshiki fight with naruto and sasuke where like you have the sakuga and they're doing like the hand-to-hand like animation style but replace batman with like other like it's that level of quality for the animation style in batman of shanghai yeah yeah batman of shanghai is really good too like bane had like everyone had super chinese influences and it all made a lot more sense i mean mm-hmm. like the anime one still made a lot of sense but also there was a, a giant joker robot and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, yeah i guess like uh yeah like i, I really i really enjoy <laughs> um uh so yeah apparently like going back to the momoshiki fight um that style of hand-to-hand is from a particular like chinese animation studio that specializes just in that mm-hmm. in those in those like hyper framed like uh ex- like hand-to-hand exchanges so mm-hmm. like i've always been curious to know like if there's any other western property that would benefit from that style of animation that literally any 
any cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Literally any yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Has, Superman uh... just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, literally any cartoon that has martial arts as its main focus, right? So, I like, super... Yeah. Yeah. I could see something like uh, Mortal Kombat or, like, Street Fighter. Like, it'd be, mm-hmm. like, a, a yeah, yeah animated series of it or movie. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, they could really remember, do those. Yeah. Western Street Fighter is not Street Fighter. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaders Jackie Chan weren't dressing up as Chun Li. No, no, we, we, no, we love that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm just saying that's treasure. not Street Fighter. Yeah. That's not Street Fighter. It's not, it's yeah. not but it's it's Jackie Chan being Jackie Chan. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of like uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, which was basically. The animators oh, watched yeah. a ton of like Jack old school Jackie Chan's like Hong Kong films to recreate more of that like they recreated certain stunts he did from certain movies just for that series so it was like we were saying how you had creators that just really loved jackie chan movies and they paid their homage with this four kids tv show which i thought was really cool yeah yeah i I agree that that shit was so dope (laughs) yeah i i i want them to do more Uh, actually i have a question question. yeah like you know there's uh, a tokyo drift right <laughs> which is like western but like it's about eat what they think japan is like even though the director is asian right isn't he? he's like justin lin i think his name yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so he's, he's not okay. japanese but he's asian okay but like it's different from like the the i guess previous fast and furious movies where they just drive in a straight line and see who's fast <laughs> and now they drive in curvy lines yeah <laughs> Who it's doesn't like, crash yeah, their it's car? It's a little different, right? And yeah. it's not—it's less about like yo know, muscle cars. It's like fancy race cars, you know. But he yeah, still drives uh... the muscle car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh... Tokyo Drift is like about JDM Japanese domesticated imports, mm-hmm. but like it's like uh... it's funny you mentioned uh, that uh, it's like Western take on the the Japanese uh, car scene, mm-hmm. and if. I actually watched a documentary recently about uh, uh, like uh, the Japanese night car scene, and it's not too far off. Really? <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> it's pretty, like as far as the, okay, not far off as in how absurd the car <laughs> modification is. They got like, a Donkey Kong in there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they got, they got Donkey Kong and and Mario DK. driving together. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, one of the cars is like modified to a point where it's like covered entirely in chrome. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> so when you're driving through a tunnel, it looks like you're going back in time. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Like the the modifications that uh, a lot of people do on uh, in Tokyo Drift are actually pretty close to a lot of the modifications that people do in Japan. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. uh, the the street racing scene definitely isn't as prominent. Uh, it's not, definitely yeah. a very Western. Uh, I think it's a very Western focused the way they street race. Yeah. But they're kind of it's like, like it's like cuisine. It's like fusion cuisine. It's like I take a little bit of this Japanese influenced cars. I take a little bit of this racing in the West. Boom, we got a new cuisine. It's like when you go to the restaurant. <laughs> would you like sushi with your steak? Yes, I would. <laughs> would you like your steak inside your sushi, deep fried? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, so it was uh that's why uh, Tokyo Drift uh was a fun movie. Uh a lot of people who watched it are very influenced by western car modifications because of Need for Speed Underground. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like uh it's it's kind of it's, it's neat. It's really neat to see the the mixing pot. Yeah. I also enjoyed um like how they filmed all the shots for Downtown Tokyo in LA. <laughs> So they had space to do it where if you tried to film anything like that in the middle of Shibuya where they did that like massive side drift you would yeah. not be able to do that because Shibuya is always busy yeah there's never a t- time where it's not busy <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true I've always wanted to also see I guess like uh, how Japanese interpret like other western kind of like folk figures like mm-hmm. uh 
uh, I'm gonna quote a classic Nico recommendation: Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. But uh, <laughs> you know, Anthony Mackie's in that. Yeah, apparently he's in that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. But apparently, yeah, like imagine like uh, an anime studio is all like, we're gonna make our own story about what Abraham Lincoln did. And he's going to fight ghosts and demons and also free the oppressed people. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit, man. Yeah. It's what my favorite. Think, what do you think Abraham Lincoln did in his downtime, man? Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> Grow his empires. Clean his beard, I guess. I he's a Belmont. Oh. <laughs> Abraham <Yeah>. Lincoln <laughs> Belmont. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It all comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. Because <laughs> yeah. so I think my favorite meme is like uh, they they showed like the Britain's interpretation of Sherlock Holmes, the Western's interpretation of Sherlock Holmes with like Robert Downey Jr. And it's like anime interpretation of Sherlock Holmes. It's like a cute lolly girl with like a hat on. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Actually, oh. they they do have a a recent one, but it's not based on Sherlock. It's based on Moriarty. Oh yeah, and it's actually yeah. really good. It's really good. I like that one. It's, called, it's literally it's called. just called Moriarty. Something you call yeah. Moriarty or something. Okay, cool. There you it's go, kinda, guys. It's kind of way too good looking. And I'm like, man, I don't know about this. That's anime. <laughs> it's supposed to be a bad guy. It's yeah, like, why? bad guy is supposed to be cool and appealing. It's like, why am I simping for Moriarty? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what's cool, actually, now that we think about it? Uh, so Attack on Titan is uh it's very uh you can see the influences in the names and the oh, way yeah, everything european. is it's european yeah. oh yeah, yeah apparently there's a german town that they modeled off of that a lot of italian titan fans are going to visit to take photos really yeah wow right. like that's well, that's yeah. yeah that's definitely uh another trope where in a uh, in anime they use uh non-japan basically yeah. anywhere else besides japan as their scenario like mm -hmm. attack on titan uh they jojo. do jojo they do a lot of uh their uh i feel like they do uh their due diligence to uh get the areas right and like the, what's uh what's the influence there and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like italy uh freaking giorno all their suits were like high fashion yeah <laughs> yeah like it was something like you'd see on like a victoria's secret runway yeah, but like fashion you think you know i think oh fashion districts like italy like milan like they even like stuff uh, like that they even nailed the nazis in the housing <laughs> oh god they <laughs> did i mean yeah oh, the I mean, yeah bad guy influences right like uh they take influences from all over the world like germany nazis everyone should learn about them it's very important but uh <laughs> uh like it's cool like when you see uh japan media taking influence outside japan which has started more i think it's more recent in their creations yeah maybe in the last like 15 20 years maybe yeah. i i also well, I mean, yeah they started going isekai so you know they they can't do they can't be like i'm in japan now i gotta i gotta do research you know <laughs> i died in japan guess where i am japan. older japan <laughs> that, that just reminds me of uh another i guess like we, on your topic theo of an anime exclusively about japan's interpretation of countries called hitalia where oh, like yeah, italy was just like pizza 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 buongiorno <laughs> i'm like oh boy yeah <laughs> oh, like no. italia was not good at all it was it was a, <laughs> it was a meme it was yeah it was for, for its time man. is italia yeah. the one with that girl in the white dress it's the, it's the one where everyone is like a country. So like, do you remember that? There was like a bunch of like cosplayers that would dress up as like different. They'd have different flags with them, but they'd also look like cute like anime girls. It's okay. They were just, mm. You can. I remember. You can go. You can Google it. It's an. It's, I probably it's a, never watched it. You, I probably I never watched. Definitely it. think neither of you guys watched it. I only absorbed it through fandom. Uh, osmosis it wasn't yes. wasn't i didn't personally watch it but yeah um there's also uh it's it's a uh, oh yeah on on the topic of like i guess like when the japanese take like western or european influences and they do them like really cool and polished and then you have like mm -hmm. uh, a little game called ghost of tsushima that a lot of japanese thought 
that game was created by a Japanese studio, but it was actually done by an American studio that was yeah. just so in love with Japanese culture and Kurosawa movies that it even fooled a lot of people into thinking that like what an American studio did this? But like mm-hmm. to the point I where I remember Sekiro's the Sekiro's kind of the same. Right? Yeah, same with Sekiro. Wait, Sekiro was made by uh, an American studio. Wait, actually I don't I don't remember about Sekiro. I just know it's from soft it software, but yeah. Cause I I also remember a lot of those people were writing articles about how like uh when when we go into the topic of like appropriation where how like oh like you so you made this a highly successful like Japanese game Ghost of Shima but you didn't like ha- you only had X amount of Japanese staff in your whatever like and then it's it, it goes back to like how the Japanese were actually really proud that someone else was like oh, you really understand our culture and our history to make such an amazing product. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Sekiro's uh, Japanese. Japanese? Oh, okay. That makes sense, yeah. Well, it that uh, actually happens a lot, actually, where uh, non-Asian uh, people do their due diligence to learn about this thing from another culture, make a media, and that culture is like, whoa, good job, man. That's like exactly the way I actually thought I would see it and great. But then you have most of the people that are fighting it are not of that culture. Yeah. Let me, so it's yeah. like, like, yeah, it's very common right now and it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's actually a point that we bring up pretty often on the podcast is like when it comes to appreciating cultures or quote unquote appropriating cultures, I've never met or experienced someone like if you're if you're genuinely curious about someone's culture and you ask them, no one has ever been offended. Where it's just like, oh shit, these dumplings are dope. Did you make them? Or we're in the restaurants like, yo, tell me more about these dumplings. Never just like, ugh, why would you want to know about dumplings? You're not even Chinese or whatever it is. Mm, like, no, yeah, yeah. let me tell you everything about my culture. I'm like, I'm glad yeah. you want to learn. That reminds so. me of a, a fun story of how our first time in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was late at night, and we were looking for food, and the only thing we could find open was a pho restaurant, which is a Vietnamese noodle soup. And me, being your resident Vietnamese person in our group, was like, all right, let's see how it is. We're in the middle of Atlanta. They're not necessarily known for, like, Asian food. How wrong I was as soon as we sat down, and the entire kitchen staff, as well as the front of house, uh, so they're black, like, and then, and then... As soon as like we got our our you know our phone and all that, I tasted it. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> the, it, and did, it, it did catch me off guard though because I was like, ooh, I normally put spice in my broth, right? They already had fucking jalapenos floating in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nico, Nico, uh, added Went extra. Overboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and it was called like the hungry ghost or something. And then yeah. it was like it, it almost felt like it was a mishmash of like random Asian things because like there was a some Japanese characters, but it was also a pho restaurant which is Vietnamese. But Hungry Ghost yeah. kind of makes me think of like Guaylo, like the Chinese like ghost kind of thing. But then when I tasted the food, I'm like, oh okay, like like I swear this guy must have learned from some Vietnamese dude because this tastes so authentic exactly. and so good. And I'm like. I, I, I just wanted to go back in the kitchen and like call him like Un, which is like older brother in Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's super cool when uh people uh take the time and uh, the care to uh learn about someone else's like cuisine, and it's like oh we use this ingredient because the uh, significance of this ingredient is significant to the culture, so we don't take that out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like. What uh, one of the base ingredients of pho broth is like seed anise, star anise, star anise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you took that out, it's automatically not pho. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's a pretty main ingredient in that thing. Yeah. Well, it's like, kind of I see it all the time. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how our our outside of like I guess like representation in uh content and all that. Whenever we travel, we do our best to kind of like get to know 
the 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 culture the people and if we, even if we don't speak the language like we don't pretend like we're acting like ourselves in our home country we're trying our best to kind of like that old saying when in rome do as the romans and i think that kind of goes along that message kind of goes a long way in terms of like how do you interpret different forms of media also to how you travel and eat different kind of foods yeah sure yeah uh I think that's the one of the some mistakes that Western media makes, where it's like Western media they go to like I guess Japan is the most uh, prominent one. They go to Japan and there's a bunch of people doing some random stuff that culturally would not be uh, respectful. Mm. But in the in the in the media, it shows like everyone's like having a good time, haha, funny, funny. But then when you get there and you do that same stuff, you're like disrespecting everyone. Yeah, and it's like. Sure it's it's like you gotta do your your homework when you're uh consuming media that you don't think that uh that's how they act there it's a movie it's made for your entertainment hmm. so you gotta make sure you do your homework before visiting someone else and not base it off a movie yeah. so... but also like when you're there you can appreciate like oh shit i saw this in a movie <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. right so it's a happy medium yeah yeah just be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a that's a good way to wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, but before we officially end things, we got a few people uh, that I would love to shout out. Okay. Because they're Yo. very dear and important to our hearts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, we got we got Shannon B. All right. Shannon yeah. 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 Yo, Eddie Ordaz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Us. Uh, Jen Leo. Oh. Yeah, and, uh, Jen Leo. Christopher Fu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Severe cosplay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, Blue No. Yeah. 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 Rian Bank. Yo. Thank you. Stephanie Guzman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Turtle Don. Yo, Turtle Dawn. Thank you. All right. Baron Takedown. Yeah. yeah. Take it down. Dolly TV. Yeah. Dolly oh, TV. Television. Yeah. yeah. Lucky Butter MC. Oh, yo, Lucky MC. Butter. Yeah. Wicked, wicked. Yeah. MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yo, Alex Daniel Vasquez. Yeah. 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 Right. Yo, and Veronica Ivanova. Yo. All right. So hey. thank you to all these people. Uh, they're uh, lovely patrons. So. Yeah. Thank, thanks them they and mm-hmm. thanks all of you. Yeah, uh, I'm your host, Kevin. Uh, I'm Nico. And I'm Seb. And I'm Theo. Hey, if we're, if we're, uh, we're those guys you know. If you don't know, now you yeah. know. No! You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We yes. did it. Got him. We did, did it, it without yeah. overlapping. Got yeah, we, I paused because I'm like, yo, Seb's going to fight me. <laughs> I, to, to be fair, I was going to go like half second.